0: All right, everybody should have your Bibles. Galatians, Galatians, we're going to start where we started off last time. Galatians, the fifth chapter. And we're taking our thought out of verse seven. Galatians five and seven. (coughs) Paul had a message. To the saints, I think we need to take into consideration on tonight. He was talking to those who had been so beautifully saved on the day of Pentecost. Amen. Only to come back. And there are those that were telling them that they need to follow the tenets of the law. Amen. Go back. Amen. Under the law. Amen. And certainly under the law, nobody could be saved. The law was designed only to show men their sins. Come on somebody? My God, their need to be saved. My God. But Jesus came. Amen. He said, I haven't come to abolish the law, but I have come to fulfill my God, I am that sinless lamb that have come to take away the sins of the world. My God. All right. He said in Galatians 5 and 7, you did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Amen. And certainly uh, we're doing part two on tonight. If you haven't had part one, you need to go back and uh look at that, bring you up to date. But this is our thought. Paul is writing to the church, writing to the saints, amen, the Galatians, amen. And he's saying, he reminded them of um, uh, how they started out. You started out well, amen. But somewhere along the way, come on somebody, The enemy has reared his ugly head, amen? And he said, who did hinder you? And each and every one of us, we need to be looking and finding, doing a soul search. Who is the who and what is the what that's hindering me? Paul said, I'll let nothing separate me. Come on, somebody. Each and every one of us, we have a race to run and we have to run it with patience and we have to lay aside every sin that does so easily, my God disqualify you for this race. All right, let's go back to um, chapter three here. He's addressing them. He said, Oh foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? Who have tricked you that you should not obey the truth? before whose eyes Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you. This only would I learn of you. Receive ye this spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are you so foolish, having begun in the spirit? Are you now made perfect by the law, by the flesh? Amen. Have you suffered so many things in vain? All right. If it be yet in vain, he therefore that ministereth to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you, doth he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? He said that twice. God has filled you with his spirit so beautifully filled you with the Holy Spirit by the evidence of speaking in other tongues, amen, on the day of Pentecost, only to come back to be amen, by those individuals that are now telling them, now you have to follow the tenets of the law. And he asked a question here that each and every one of us need to ask ourselves. Look at verse five. He therefore that ministereth to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you, does he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? My God, did you get the Holy Ghost by the evidence of speaking in another tongue following the tenets of law? Come on somebody, or somebody told you <coughs> about the goodness of Jesus? Come on somebody witnessed to you. Hey, amen told you about the man at the well. You know, you got to tear it for the Holy Spirit and you have to believe there is a Holy Ghost before you receive it. You didn't do that by the works of the law. It was the hearing of faith. Somebody witnessed to you. Somebody told you about the goodness of Jesus. Somebody told you about the baptism in Jesus name. Amen. And the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You tear it. And guess what? You were filled. My God. Was that the works of the law among somebody or was it the hearing of faith? We have individuals that have come to new grace and from the Catholic Church. Receive the Holy Ghost. and God fill them with the Holy Ghost beautifully. And uh, then they want to go back to the Catholic Church. Well, that's this question right here. Did you get the Holy Ghost under the Catholicism of the Catholic Church? Or was it the hearing of faith? Come on, somebody. My God, that was a miracle. I'm going to read five again. He therefore that ministereth to you the spirit and worketh miracles among you. Don't you know when you speak with other tongues, that's a miracle when you hear yourself speak? Come on, somebody. That's a miracle. God has taken up residency in your life. Amen. But it's a miracle. Tell somebody, I'm a miracle. Doth he it by the works of the law? Was this the laws of Moses? Come on, somebody. Or by the hearing of faith. Come on, somebody. Did you get the Holy Ghost in the Catholic Church? Or did you get it in the apostolic church? Amen. It was the hearing of faith. Come on, somebody. My God, it's a miracle when God speaks. Amen. In your life. All right. You did run well, but what's hindering you? Amen. You started out well. Amen. Uh, Many of them have been bewitched uh, by those naysayers in the uh, area. (coughs) <coughs> individuals telling them that they have to go back to the tenets of the law. And God said, I've come to fulfill. I have come to abolish. Come on, somebody. I'm the sinless lamb that have come to be slain for the sins of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only he gotten some. Come on, somebody. My God. You started out well, but what has hindered you? Amen. That you should not obey the truth. All right, we're gonna go forward. <clears throat> Let's go to first Corinthians. We're gonna go to First Corinthians. And we're gonna go to the sixth chapter. And we're going to read the 12th verse. Everybody, everybody should have your Bible. Get your Bibles and read along with me. Paul says that our bodies are to be used to the glory and honor of God. How many know you don't belong to yourself? You have been bought with a price, and we are to present our bodies now what? Holy and acceptable, which is our reasonable service. <clears throat> Look what he says, 1 Corinthians 6, 12. He said, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Come on, somebody. I refuse to go back, amen, to where God have brought me from, amen. I refuse, amen, to be brought back under those strongholds. And there are those at that particular time that were saying, well, you know, uh, God has forgiven sin, And so he has forgiven all sins. So what we do now, it doesn't matter anymore. Come on, somebody. My God. Uh, Then they were questioning and asking, well, you know, is this sin? Is it strictly forbidden? Well, listen, let's go back to uh, Romans here. That question is answered. Romans 6. Romans 6. Freedom from sin's grafts. That's us. Come on, somebody. You all have it. Say, man. What does it say? What shall we say then? Shall we do what? Continue in sin that grace may abound. He said, "God forbid." How shall we that are what dead to sin? live any longer therein. Know ye not that so many of us were baptized unto Jesus Christ, was baptized unto his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Come on, somebody. My God, we have been buried with him. My God, we were baptized unto his death. My God, you can't uh, argue with a dead man, can you? We're dead to sin. My God, you can't fornicate, commit adultery with a dead man or a dead woman my God, we have been baptized unto his death. Amen. And then it says, verse four, therefore, since this is a fact, we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Come on, somebody, those things. that we used to do we don't do no more i'm dead to that that life i'm dead to that walk that talk those ways come on somebody they've been buried with christ my god and i thank the lord amen uh, we are to no longer live in sin. Our bodies are to be used to the glory and the honor of God. All right, I'm back in 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. Uh, we just went to Romans to pick up and, and clear that thing up about sin. Well, you know, well, God forgave sin and and we ought to be able to sin and do what we want now. No, no. Nope. <clears throat> Shall we continue? God forbid. Amen. We are to live sinless lives. Amen. All right. So he said, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, and I will not be brought under the power of any. Amen. There are some strong devices out there. And there are those, you know, listen, listen. Um, Man's law law is not God's law You know And man has a whole lot of freedoms Amen One of the things that we're uh, Fighting about now is uh, You know a right to an abortion We know that saints do not condone Uh, We don't have We don't support Abortion My God Amen. But the law says there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with, you know, watching pornography. There's nothing wrong with having a strong drink. Come on somebody. My God. But what did Paul say? I don't want to be brought up under the power. There's some there's some things that are highly addicted that you can get yourself involved in. Amen. That man says it's all right. <coughs> Come on somebody. You can go and gamble all night long. Come on somebody. My God, ain't nobody gonna put you out? casino is open 24 hours. Ain't no law against it. Amen. So uh, God's law is not man's law. There's no law against. Now, when you gamble and uh, you gamble away all your money, then what happens? Uh, Your wife don't eat. Your kids don't eat. You can't put a roof over your family's head. You don't eat. You can't pay your own bills. I will not be brought under the power. See, you can get caught under the power of, of some wicked devices. What about drinking? Ain't no law against it. Hey, man, uh, you can't drink and drive, but you can drink all you want. But what happens when you get uh, caught under the devices on somebody? Those spirits of alcohol. My God, you can't function. You can't work. You become violent. You beat your wife, beat your children. Can't function on the job. Come on, somebody. My God, we have to be careful that, you know, um, Paul said, now, there's some things that um, man say there's all they're all right. But we're not living under the laws of man. Come on, somebody. My God, gambling, pornography are strong hooks that once they get their hook on you. Come on, somebody. My God, you have a hard time getting out from up under it. But there's no law against it. Come on, somebody. But our bodies are to be used to the glory and honor of God. Come on, somebody. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any, come on, somebody! My God, uh, let's go to Matthew. Let's go to Matthew 16. I want to show you something here. <clears throat> Jesus talked about the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees and warn them about wrong teaching. Matthew 16. And let's pick it up um, in verse six. Well, I guess if we're going to get the thought, we pick it up in five. And then we're going to read it all the way down through 12. And when his disciples were come to the other side, They had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said unto them, take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, is it because we have taken no bread? Which when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O ye of little faith, why reason ye among yourselves because you have brought no bread? Do you not understand, neither remember the five loaves and the 5,000 and how many baskets you took up? Neither the seven loaves or the 4,000 and how many baskets you took up? How was it that you do not understand that I spake it not to you concerning bread that you should beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees? Then understood they how that He bade them not beware of the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Come on, somebody. God's law is not man's law. Come on, somebody. There's a lot of things that are lawful under the laws of this land. Uh, but not the laws of God. And what did he say? Be careful of the leaven of the Pharisee and of the Sadducee. Come on, somebody. Be careful of their doctrine. Come on, somebody. My God. Uh, Those are not the ways and the laws of God. So we have the laws of this land and, you know, we're uh, Laodicea, the people's rights, We want to have the right to do any and everything we want to do nowadays and we don't want nobody To tell us anything But what did he say take my yoke upon you and learn of me? You'll find that my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What does that yoke do? It controls you Yeah, he's gonna burden you but his burden is easy my god You talk about what you ain't going to do. You better not get out in the world and let let Satan rule your life. Because he going to make you do just what you said you ain't going to do. And then turn around and uh, make you confess and say that you like it. My God. Take my yoke upon you. And learn of me. You'll find that my yoke is easy. And my burden, yes, amen, you're going to have to do it my way, but you'll find that my yoke is easy and my burden is light. <clears throat> I um listened to a um, um prostitute. They were interviewing her on TV. And she was testifying and saying that uh, my man is good to me. My God. Putting her out on the street, selling her body, demoralizing her. Come you on, know somebody beating her when she don't come up with the, uh, the enough money for the night. And she'll turn around and say, uh, my man is good to me. Come on, somebody eat. But for the grace of God, there go I. Don't be talking about what you ain't going to do. Take my yoke upon me. Come on, somebody. Learn of me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come on, somebody. My God, we can't go by the laws of this world. We have to go by the laws of God. All right. Let's go over to First Corinthians. First Corinthians ten. Paul says it again. Ten and twenty three. Paul said, All things don't edify the body of Christ. Jesus said, I always do the things that please my father. I don't think any of us can say that. I always do the will of my father. Come on somebody. My God, many times we're striving and many times coming up short, but thank God for the grace of God, the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. That washes us. Amen. He is the perpetuation of our sins. The ever atoning sacrifice that we can go back to over and over <coughs> and over again. Says that blood, the songwriter say it reaches to the highest mountain. It flows to the lowest valley. And guess what? It will never, ever, ever lose its ability to wash me. White as snow. No matter how many times I got to go back. Come on, somebody. Anybody? Thank God for Jesus. They say the blood hides a multitude of sins. All right. What does Paul say? First Corinthians 10 and 23. He said, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not my god you know um i was impressing upon an individual that was having problems um getting along with people this individual didn't get along with no church members didn't get along with uh their own family their own kids <clears throat> Had been ostracized. And you know. uh, This individual said. Well you know I'm just blunt. You know and I just. I tell people what's on my mind. You know we say we have that freedom of speech. Well guess what. You can't say. Everything. That's on your mind. Just you know. uh, Blabber mouth. And, and, you know, under the uh, rules of being, you know, honest And I'm being blunt No You know, knowledge is knowing what to do But wisdom is knowing how to do Come on somebody And if a man lacketh wisdom, let him ask God We have some educated fools Y'all ever heard that term? Knowledge is knowing what to do, but wisdom is how to do. You just can't, you know, even in dealing with your children, you know, you, you're just like your daddy. You're just like your mama. You'll never be no good. You know, uh, you know, I I wish I hadn't had you. (laughs) We can say some pretty horrible things. Well, I got freedom of speech. I can say what I want to say. I'm a parent. That's my child. I can say what I want. It don't edify. Come on, somebody. My God. Uh, Paul even broke it down to some things that we do as saints that may be offensive To your brother or to your sister Now for a long time I've been carrying my uh, children (laughs) To the movies And um, going to see Aladdin And going to see The Little Mermaid And uh, if it's a live production at the uh, concert house Pocahontas Uh, But there are individuals that, you know, they say they're not going to the movies. (coughs) They still have that conviction. You know, I'm not going to go. Well, you know, it's not for me to flaunt and um, fall out with them. Argue with them. My point that doesn't edify. And <clears throat> that doesn't edify at all. You know, sometimes uh, individuals, you know, uh, you have to deal with them in knowledge. You, have, you know, God said, with loving kindness have I drawn them. Sometimes there may be tender hearted people. Amen. And what we do every time uh, you go to do something, ask yourself, does it edify? Does God get the glory out of what I'm doing? Come on, somebody. Would God be pleased with this conversation? Would God be pleased with this action? My God. <clears throat> Amen. Uh, you know, am I going to bring a shame to the ministry, a shame to the church? Shame to my husband, shame to my wife, shame to my family. Amen. All things are lawful to me. All things are not expedient. All things are lawful to me. But all things edify not. My God. Many times individuals can be bound by certain things. And if your Holy Ghost is convicting you on, uh, something, amen. Well then, uh, don't do it. You know, it may be something like, you know, watching movies or I'm saying going to the movies. It used to be a time that, you know, when you went to the movies, you would see something that you couldn't see on TV. But now, you know, you go to the movies, you see something, the same thing you can see on Disney channel. You can see on Netflix just a different environment. You can sit down and see it on the big screen, have um, refreshments served to you. And that was about it. Amen. And certainly, you know, we always want to monitor the content of what, you know, be careful little eyes what you're seeing, little hands what you do, little feet where you go. Amen whatever we do it should edify the body of christ and i certainly should not let my brother or my sister feel bad or to be a stumbling block in their way you know um i don't know if i you know i i, I play cards i don't gamble i don't play for uh for money you know <clears throat> the playing cards We have a lot of fun We have a lot of fellowship Amen um, If I have a brother or a sister That think they're offended by that Well listen Let's put these cards away Because whatever I do I want to build up I want to edify the body of Christ And I can't do that Tearing down my brother or my sister. Even though there ain't nothing wrong, you know, you can say what's on your mind. No. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's a whole lot wrong with it. I don't want to be an offense to my brother or to my or to my sister, and I don't want to be a cause of someone to stumble. Amen? So all things are lawful unto me, all things are not expedient, all things are lawful unto me, but all things edify not. Let's go to Acts, the 20th chapter. You did run well. What's hindering you, saints? Thanks. Who is the who and what is the what? That's hindering you. Come on, somebody. My God. <clears throat> Bible tells us to be not entangled again in those things where God has set us free. All right, Acts the 20th chapter. We want verses 18 through. Uh, 22, Paul is saying farewell to the elders at Ephesus. Amen. And he let them know that walking with God is not going to be easy. Being saved is not a bed of roses. You all heard me say, um, I believe that was last Sunday, you know, uh, being baptized in Jesus name and filled up with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's the beginning of the battle there. Certainly the devil don't want you to come into the kingdom. But when you get into the kingdom, my God, he certainly don't want you to mature and become a mature saint. Come on, somebody. Then you learn how to rebuke him. My God. So he's going to do everything he can to knock you off course. And that's what Paul is letting them know. It's not going to be easy. Let's look at this. Acts 20th chapter 18. We're going to go down through 22. And uh, when they were come to him, he said unto them, you know, from the first day that I came unto Asia, after the manner I have been with you at all seasons. Among somebody, I wasn't up one day and down one day and, you know, um walking after the tenets of the law one day, walking upright before God and you know acting like I wasn't saved the next day. You know, saints need to be consistent. You know somebody, my God, somebody's watching you. Verse 19, serving the Lord with all humility of mind and with all uh many with many tears and temptations, my God, uh, which fell befell me by the lion and weight of the Jews. They were trying to kill Paul, my God. And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you. I showed you that perfect way. I, you know, I didn't take no shortcuts. I, God, I, I met the opposition I stood the test. Come on, somebody. My God, I told the truth. I was instant in season and out of season. (coughs) My God. All right. How I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house. Testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks. Repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. We're going in the right direction, amen, of the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Repentance, amen, A turning away from uh, what I know, amen, the way I was going, what I was doing, my old ways, that old man, amen, and now having faith toward God. Toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Look at verse 22. And now behold, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing what's going to happen, what's going to befall him there. Not knowing the things that shall befall me there. Wow. I'm bound in the spirit. My God. What did the Bible uh, tell Philip? I want you to go down into the desert. Can God send you to the desert? Come on somebody. Can you go through the test? Go through the trial? My God. You know, um, God wants to know your attitude when you're going through, not just when you get out. Everybody can praise him before you go in, and everybody can praise him when you get out. But what you're going to do while you're in the valley? Come on, somebody in the middle, of in the thick of things. Come on, somebody bound in the spirit. Amen. Though he slay me, I'm still going to trust him. My God, the Bible said Jesus set his face as a flint when he knew he had to go to Jerusalem and become that lamb that is going to be slain before the foundation of the world. That flesh didn't want to go. Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass. Come on, somebody. My God. But even uh, Paul here said, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. For God, I live and for God, I'll die. My God. Peter, the devil wants to sift you as wheat. But I prayed for you. I prayed for you, Peter. Amen. Amen. I pray that your faith, what you believe about me has to be greater than what you're going through. What you believe about me has to last longer than your worst test. Come on somebody, my God, for God I live and for God I'll die. Come on somebody. And when you've been converted, It's just a matter of time. God is not going to let you die. Your tests and trials come only to make you strong. Come on, somebody. If uh, the devil knew the testimony of Job, he would have left him alone. What Job left on record for us, he would have left Job alone. My God, though he slay me, I'm still Trusting God. And God gave Job everything. Come on, somebody plus more. My God. David said, I had fainted, but I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen. We serve an awesome, awesome God. Amen. All right. Let's go to Hebrews. We got two more scriptures here and then we're done. You did run well. What's hindering me? Hebrews twelve one through three. For those that have fallen out of the race, it's time to jump back in. The Lord is soon to come. All right, look at this. Hebrews 12 and one. Wherefore, seeing we are all so compassed about with so great cloud of witnesses, let us do what? Lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset us and let us run with patience. The race that is set before us. My God, listen, I can't run your race. You can't run my race. We all have our race to run. Amen. And whatever course you're on, you can make it. Come on, somebody. My God, look what it says. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him, what did he do? He endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your mind. Come on, somebody, you ain't in this thing. Somebody said we haven't resisted under blood. Come on, somebody suffered under blood, resisting against sin. We're living in a time of light affliction. You ain't the only one. Come on, somebody. My God. I got seven thousand. Come on, somebody that have not bowed the knee nor kissed the mouth of Baal. Lord, they've torn down your altars. They've killed your prophets. I'm the only one left. Oh, no. God is going to have a church. God is going to have a people. Somebody's going to run their race. Somebody's going to win. And it ought to be you. Come on, somebody, because I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody. My God, consider him looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, what did he do? Endured the cross. The Bible said he was marred more than any other man. My God. They whipped him. They stripped him. My God. Nailed him to the cross and dropped it into the earth and the weight of his body. Uh, You know, I'm the only one going through. I'm the only one holding up the bloodstained batter. No, 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 no. God's not going to leave himself without a witness. Come on somebody. Somebody got to see his face in peace. Somebody's got to walk through those pearly gates. Somebody got to walk on those streets full of gold. Come on somebody. My God. That new heaven and that new earth, somebody's going to transcend. We're going to have those that glorious body. Come on somebody. My God, fashioned like unto his body. Somebody's going to see his face in peace. Somebody's going to take that crown of righteousness and throw it down at his feet. Somebody said, "When I see Jesus, I'm on somebody." Now, if you're feeling a sorry for yourself, you're never going to make it. You're never going to make it. Peter said, "Lord, if that be you, bid me to come." Amen. And as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, saints, listen, I don't know what we're going to have to go through. I don't know what we're going to have to see and witness before the Lord come back for his uh, church. Amen. But I know we can make it if we keep our eyes on Jesus. Peter walked right on the water. Come on, somebody. My God, before it's all over, maybe we'll have to be water walkers. But I know we can do it if we keep our eyes on him. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he was looking for his family. Come on, somebody. My God, that we would come together in worship services and lift his holy name. Come on, somebody living holy lives right living. Come on, somebody. My God, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners (coughs) against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your own mind. Come on, somebody. Amen let us look to jesus amen he is our forerunner amen and if he got up each and every one of us we can get up to amen we can get up to last verse philippians the third chapter philippians The third chapter, we want 12 through 14. Let us forget our past and press toward our future. Somebody said our ladder is gonna be greater. Anybody believe that tonight? Your ladder's gonna be greater. Paul said if we live this three score and 10, it's only a moment. Compared to the eternity that we're going to spend with God, oh, I want to see Him. I want to look upon His face. All right, Philippians three and twelve. Not as though I have already attained, either were already perfect. But what I do, I follow after. If that I might apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. I am forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Fourteen, I press. i on somebody. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. In Christ Jesus. My God, this is a pressing way, saints. This is a pressing way. Amen. We have to look unto him. Come on, somebody. My God. We have to consider what he has gone through, what he has suffered, the price he's paid for each and every one of us. Come on, somebody. He told Israel, I didn't choose you because you were the greatest. I chose you because you were the least. I chose you because you had no hope. You had no future. You had no life. My God, he looked beyond my fault and saw my need to be saved. Amen. You did run well. What's the what and the who is the who that's hindering you? Come on, somebody. Let us lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset us. And let us run our race with patience. Be careful. My God, be patient with me. God ain't through with me yet. I have to be patient with myself. <coughs> Amen. God ain't through with me yet. I'm running my race with patience. I got to lay aside those weights. You know, um, we talk about, well, we know what sin is, but a lot of times we we have a hard time identifying those weights. My God, those weights are the things that will hold you until sin get there. You know, that that thing, uh, you know, forsake not the assembling of yourself as the manner of some are. But we are to exhort one another, even the more as we see the day approaching. Well, I don't believe that if we legitimately miss one assembly, coming to church, gathering ourselves in the house of God, that that's going to cause us to miss the rapture. I don't believe that. But it can become a weight. Amen. And so not only am I not coming to Bible class, well, I don't come to church and I don't come to saints meeting. And, I, you know, I just don't assemble myself no more. And I'm justifying myself till, you know, I hardly know what the saints look at, look like anymore. Been so long since I've been there. That's a weight that have held you until a sin got there. Amen. Amen. That's why I say, lay aside every weight and sin. Come on, somebody. My God. Uh, Paul described uh, sin as doth eat like a canker or a cancer. Come on, somebody. Anytime you have cancer in your body, they want to radiate. They want to um, cut it out. They want to extract it. Come on, somebody. Because what happens, it will continually grow. And that thing that was once manageable, uh, if it goes undetected, it's not, you know, you have a, a, a lot higher cure rate when it's detected early. My God, when that thing go unnoticed, next thing you know, it's got you. Amen. So let us lay aside, amen, every weight and sin that does so easily disqualify for this race. Paul said, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others I myself become a castaway. Yeah, you can preach and teach to other people. Talk about the goodness of the Lord. Amen. How others ought to run and how they ought to serve. But if you don't bring your own body into subjection, you yourself, the teacher, the preacher, the pastor, can become unqualified. My God, so stay under your body and bring it into subjection. It's not coming uh, willingly. Oh, no. Sometimes you got to tussle with it. Downright fight with it. Starve it out. Come on, somebody. My God, sometimes they tell you, well, if, I, if we don't get to do this, I'm going to die. And you tell me that's exactly what I want you to do. Just die. You know how that old body is, you know, unless we get a cigarette, unless we get a joint, uh, you know, we can't, you know, unless we have some sex, amen, all kinds of things uh, that this flush cry out for. Some people, they beg and they want to cuss somebody out. That old man wants to, you know, come on the scene and do what he do best my God. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. We have a renewed mind. Saints, come on some of the things that we used to do, we don't do no more. Amen. I will not be brought under the power of any. Amen. I want to be led and directed by the power of the Holy Ghost. May God bless you may God keep you is our prayer. <laughs> Amen. All right, new grace. I want to remind you that we are praying about souls. Amen. I want you to be focused in on souls. Invite somebody. Amen. Um they may not even come to church. Invite them to the um uh this service. To the Facebook service. Amen. Let's get this word out. Amen. Let's throw out the lifeline. Somebody needs to be saved before it's everlasting too late. I believe the Lord is soon to come. My God, everything is in place. Uh, We are living in the midst of noisome pestilence. We got the flu, Uh, we got COVID. We got RSV. My God, there's noisome pestilence that's going on. Uh, we got death, mayhem, destruction, suicide. My God, people are confused. They depressed and oppressed. Something, I mean, everything is going on. It's just so sad when you, um, you think about the football players that lost their life on the Virginia football team. Uh, when you think about the four individuals that were killed on a college campus having a sleepover. Everywhere we turn, everywhere we look, my God, uh, we are seeing the wars and the rumors of war. This world is upset. My God. <coughs> And we need to look to the Lord. We need to look to the Lord as never before. Amen. Uh, the noisome pestilence. We want everybody to take your cautions. <clears throat> everybody should have your flu shot. Have your um, your updated um, COVID shot. Amen. Do what you need to do. Amen. And trust God. Amen. <clears throat> Now, I believe I'm due for, I uh, I got to get my shingles. I had my first shingle shot. I got to get my last shingle shot and I'll be up to date. Amen. But I, I'm still trusting the Lord. I'm still trusting and believing in God. I'll look into the hills from what's cometh our help. All of our help come from the Lord. Uh, we've had individuals uh, on last Sunday that was in church last Sunday that have come down with COVID. So we want everybody, everybody to take precautions, amen. Do what you need to do. Protect yourself. <clears throat> Parents, protect your children. Amen. This RSV is um, jumping on babies, <clears throat> the younger ones and the um, the elderly. Uh, so those that are um, autoimmune uh, compromised, Amen. Um, uh, take care of yourself. Get yourself some good nutrition. Drink plenty of uh, fluids. Get yourself some rest. Amen. Take care. Uh, we don't know how long. We don't know how long we're going to have to stay here, how long the Lord is going to tarry. Amen. But he tells us to occupy until he comes. There's a work for every one of us to do. And I know you all have seen. Uh, The news concerning this bomb that uh, went over into Poland. Well, Poland is part of NATO. And uh, President Biden said he's going to defend every square inch of NATO uh, property, NATO countries. So I don't know who shot that bomb off, but it seems a clear effort. <clears throat> it seems like a clear effort to escalate uh, this war But we know it's going to happen anyway We know it's going to happen, it's going to come to pass But I want to uh, remind the saints to be prayerful Be prayerful, the Lord is still on the throne, Amen Uh, We've been having uh, blood moons. I don't know how much you all know about blood moons. The Bible says we're going to have signs in the earth and in the skies. Our last election night, uh, we had a blood moon uh, that particular day, and we're going to have a multiplicity of them. Amen. So keep up with things, you know, uh, uh, read your Bible and, and watch the news and God's word is coming to pass <clears throat> It's coming to pass And it ought to cause us to, You know what, I better get my house in order Because the Lord, he is soon to come Alright um, I'm going to focus on souls Witness to somebody Take your COVID preventions Amen We're asking individuals to uh, watch your finances. Amen. Everything is going up. Everything is costing more. Amen. Take care of your bills. You know, Elder Tyree used to always say people buy what they want and beg for what they need. Amen. Pay your bills. Keep a roof over your head. Pay your heat. Take care of business. Amen. Amen. We see uh, death and mayhem and destruction all around this world. But God is still in control. Amen. There may be someone here tonight listening to this Bible class, amen, that have not been baptized in Jesus' name and filled up with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost by the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And you want to be saved. You want to be saved before it's everlasting too late. Give me a call, 477. 477- 68914776891 call us we have ministers that will return your call amen certainly let you know what you must do to be saved jesus said repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of the lord jesus christ for the remission what is that for the forgiveness the washing away of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the holy ghost Because if a man is not born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God.